Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. My name is Bob Branco. And before we continue, allow me to introduce the panel. We start out with Peter Alchul. Good afternoon from humid and cool Columbia, Missouri. Humid and cool at the same time. Well, that's that's interesting. All right. Luther King. Noon from a partly cloudy 84 degree Nashville, Tennessee, and a happy Labor Day to one and all. Don Wardlow. And hi there from Jersey, where we're <laughs> looking at rain tonight. Yeah, we're looking at a lot of rain here, too, Don, and we need it. I'm not saying we need to be flooded out, but we do need the rain to help with the drought up here in the Northeast. Reverend Michael Garrett is not here at the moment. I have not heard that he won't be. So. I, th- I, thought I, heard, I thought I heard him pop in a few seconds I'm, ago. I'm, I'm in. He's I'm here. Oh, there you are. Reverend, yes, welcome. Sir. Yes, sir. And hello from a very nice, very city, Texas. All right. Before we continue, let me offer some thanks. I would like to start out by thanking Raymond Gay, our producer, Tom and Lynn of Rosie's Place Chat Line. They post our shows on Board 14. The media sources, thank you very much. And as well, Jacqueline Sylvia of JS Web Solutions, who archives our programs on my website, www.brancoevents.com. I also want to thank Natalie for being our host for today's program. Thank you for taking the time, Natalie, for helping us out today. We appreciate you. And I also want to thank the young lady, I did not get her name, who is handling the mainstream of our program on the ACB Media 5. Thank you very much, ma'am, for taking care of that for us. I would like to start out by talking about football. After all, it is opening day on Thursday night. We have Buffalo versus the Rams. Hopefully that'll be a great kickoff, no pun intended, to a great football season. So uh, what do you guys think of that that, that, uh, Rams-Bills game Thursday night at uh, 8 p.m. East Coast time? I picked the Rams. Yeah, if I remember, the Rams won the last Super Bowl, and I don't know that much about Buffalo, but I, I would, you know, go with the Rams if I was going with anybody. Yeah. Oh, I know. Go ahead, Reverend. That uh, the uh, Buffalo has improved itself a little bit on defense. That uh, Von Miller. Who won the last Super their, Bowl? Their defensive line. Uh, to give them some pass rush. It's going to be a, an interesting game. Hold on, hold on, Michael. Don, you're not muted. Don, you're not muted. Okay, I'm sorry about that, Mike. Continue. So I think it'll be a, an interesting game in that that uh, they got Miller, who was with the Rams last year, uh, and uh, but but we're seeing, I, I would say, maturation. Of, of of the quarterback, but he's been in the league for a long time. Unfortunately, he was playing for Detroit for so long. Uh, but uh, but uh, we'll see how the Ram offense uh, uh, will be able to manage 
with everybody keying on Cooper Cup. So I'm that, looking that, forward. That's going to be an interesting. The uh, biggest thing I'm kind of looking at that I'm looking to see is now that Josh Allen's offensive play caller, Brian Dayball, who's now the coach of the Giants, how quick does it take <clears throat> Ken Dorsey, who is a quarterback's coach and an OC, how long do you think it'll take for Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen to start connecting and being right as an OC and a QB? That's going to be the biggest matchup I'm going to be looking at. How does Josh Allen work with the same offense with a different OC giving him the play calls? How Sounds much, like a how problem. Much of a, how much of a maturation process – for Josh Allen and Ken Dorsey, is that going to be? Sounds like a problem the Patriots are going to face. Well, we know what Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are going to deal with. I'm surprised they didn't go. I'm surprised they didn't bring Charlie Weiss back as the OC. That's that would have saved a lot of trouble. That's next year. Didn't you hear that, uh, uh, Luther? They're bringing it back next year. Oh, they're bringing Charlie Weiss back next year. That's the joke, by the way. Uh, I hope. Oh, so. I was believing you, Peter. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, wow, that, why didn't they do it this year? <laughs> hold on. Here, here's the thing. My question is this. I know Belichick and all that good jazz, but at some point, don't you just bring Charlie Weiss back? Because keep in mind, wasn't if I'm if my math is right, and I think my math and my memory haven't gone rusty yet, that Charlie Weiss and Josh McDaniel worked together on the offensive side of the ball. And then after Charlie Weiss went to college, Josh McDaniels took it over. So how quickly do you think it's going to get Belichick frustrated to where he's got to go bring Charlie Weiss back to be the OC, to get Mac Jones right, or, you know, allow Bailey Zappi to be the future QB? So before we get too heavily down this rabbit hole, I want to make my prediction of the Thursday night game. I'm picking the Bills basically because of what uh, Mike said. I think the Bills have gotten better, and, and it's always hard for a Super Bowl team, uh, uh, team to repeat. Also, the game is at Los Angeles, which ordinarily would be a, um, you know, would favor the Rams. But my basic sense about pro football in the West is that a home field advantage doesn't exist in L.A. I'm sorry for those remember, who are L.A. Remember, remember I mean, what happened a few years ago when Kansas City went to Foxborough that year when the Patriots were raising their banner. Kansas City came up in there and, and mopped them off their own floor. Remember, guys, when we flip it around, Buffalo has to contain Aaron Donald. Exactly. (laughs) And that and that's a big problem because Aaron Donald, if you looked at what if you I don't know if you guys saw the video of what he did with the scrimmages against the Bengals, where he basically took two Bengals helmets and started swinging them. And one of them was flat. And I'm like, why? Okay, why? That's my only question on that. Well. But Aaron Donald is like he's the he, he he's the version of the Manchester, like Randy White, like uh, Randy uh, White was back then. Well, my sense you about could, that you couldn't really stop. But the like I said, the question I have with Josh Allen is how long will it take for him and Ken Dorsey to get on the same page? I know they practiced. I know they've had three preseason games, but now we're starting to play games for keeps now. I'll still go with the Rams because due to the fact that they had the best player on the planet defensively. And I don't know how much more maturation that offense for the Rams with Matthew Stafford. Can they get other guys involved? Or even if they're taking Cooper cup away, 
you know, that Cooper Cup's not the only receiver that they have. That's my biggest concern with the Rams. I would like to see the Rams spread the ball around to different folks and not have to rely on just one receiver. Because I know Matthew Stafford's going to go his 14th year. But I think... And don't, don't forget Stafford's elbow problems he had earlier. Well, that's yeah, that, that, well, from I what I heard earlier, what, late last week, that in the preseason he was on a throwing program, they said he, from what I heard on Friday or possibly, I think it was Friday, that he is not on a limited schedule to throw. Well, we will find out on Thursday. Yeah, we'll find out Thursday. Bob, do you have any thoughts I, I, on, on that? Oh, oh, go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say the the, the, one, the other aspect that I think we have to look at in this game is – I think the team with the best running attack. To exactly. Oh, exactly. Attack will, and ne- will probably win the game. Neither team last year really had that much, you know, run game to speak of. I mean, both teams were a lot, or pretty pass heavy, except for Allen's ability to run. But can the Bills find a running game? That's the question I've always had with Buffalo. Can so, they find a running game? So who do you pick, Luther? I'm going Rams, but Rams. Okay, it, I, I think I think this game's going to be really close. It's not going to be a blowout. I can tell you that. Uh, and, Don, and don't forget turnovers. Don, who do you pick? Yeah, I figure the Rams. Although I agree with the person who said, you know, there's no um, home field advantage. That was Pete. He had um, no field advantage. Yep, no home field. Yep. In fact, only a very few cities have it. Buffalo's one and Foxborough's one in, in the wintertime and, of course, Green Bay. Those three cities have the most infamous home field advantage. Yeah, once, and, I, and you don't want to go there when it's if you, if you have to go to those places. Well, here's my question. That's the thing. When exactly. And, that, and how January, cold. You don't yeah, wanna... if, it's be, if it's below freezing. Yes. Here's uh, my question. What determines that uh, you have a home field advantage game. What what factors into that? Well, well for this, me, in, it's in, like... this, in, in this particular game, since the Rams won the Super Bowl last year, they get uh, they get the home field because they get the they they give them the the rings or something. So it, yeah, they raise the, the banner, game. get the rings. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's, but that's why the game. That's about it. Yeah, that's about. And it. usually, yeah, usually on the Vegas line, when you look at all the betting odds and stuff, they'll usually give like three points just for home field. Right. But I re- I really don't pay attention to a lot of the betting lines, but for most betting lines, for most betting sports books, they'll give three just on the fact that a team has home field, unless that team totally sucks. Then you can just take home field out. But neither so, the but neither of these teams suck. So let's let's go through some of the other games on Sunday night quickly if we can, because we want to get a little thing. So New Orleans, though, any, if anybody wants to comment, New Orleans, New Orleans and Atlanta. This is Sunday games. Atlanta. Atlanta. I, I got I got New Orleans. I, I don't have New Orleans too. I don't. The, the problem I have with Atlanta, they don't have much after Kyle Pitts. And is Marcus Mariota going to stay healthy for the full six, 17 game schedule? Well, but for this game, I think New Orleans, I think it's much better than Atlanta. Here, here's the biggest thing with New Orleans that I could see them giving the Bucks a run for their money because they've given the Bucks fits. Can Dennis Allen for 17 weeks create different defensive disguises that confuses the other offense? And can good Jameis, you know, keep bad Jameis out of the picture? Because when he was in, he had 14 and three before he got hurt. 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. 
if you and get that, that if you can get that Jameis, I think the Saints can give the Bucks a run for their money. Not sure about but Carolina, my, but that's my concern. That's my concern with with New Orleans is mm-hmm. who, which Jameis is going to come out on the exactly. Field. We already know they have a, a really good defense. So yeah, good defense. So, and what are you going to get out of Michael Thomas coming off injury too? Yeah, if he's yeah. back this week. What, what are you going to get from him? Because he hadn't played in over a year. So let's move on. to uh, I'm picking I'm picking the, uh, the the Saints. Let's move on to Cleveland. This is actually interesting. Now, this Cleveland, one should be fun. Cleveland to Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Oh. <laughs> that, should be, that should be most entertaining. Quarterback Let me time. tell you. Did you, did you. did you see the story before I gave you my pick on what the lady who is basically a statistician NFL Network because she was used on sidelines for Cleveland Browns preseason games. The host was on a podcast, I think it was like on Tuesday, basically said was like rehashing something and they thought that she, that Baker had told her that he wants to blank up the Browns, which he did not say. So I'm thinking, okay. I mean, it, it really wasn't anything really, but I'm thinking like, folks, why in the media do we blow up stories for no reason? When uh, there's really nothing there. With, with all, yeah. time. Well, as as a as a practical matter, I mean, so so uh, Mayfield was saying he didn't say it. I don't. He, I don't he, trust in his, I, in his I, press I, conference yeah. the next day or maybe a Thursday. He said he didn't say it. He basically said, you know, they can write what they want because they thought they had said I had said it. Which he, when he had it, he didn't. So I don't. I don't with, all, with all due respect, I don't trust anything that Mayfield says. He he, he has a record of saying <laughs> of saying, of saying yeah, ridiculous yeah. things. So, exactly. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this is a game I had trouble with. I was going to lean toward Cleveland, but everybody who I trust is picking Carolina. So I guess and here's the reason why everybody's picking Carolina because nobody trusts Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby right. Brissett has been the starting QB in 16 games, and he has yeah. a below 500 record as a starting no, quarterback. I, I, I think I, it's I seven and nine. I understand the logic. Uh, I just, and I, I, I've got, I've got to go with Carolina until I see otherwise from Jacoby Brissett, because he's almost like the Jimmy Garoppolo in the backups. He's going to make that critical yeah. interception. He's going to make that stupid mistake. That's going to cost you a game, or set yeah. up another team to get free points. San Francisco at Chicago. I think most of us, I assume, are going to lead towards San Francisco on this one. I like San Francisco. San Francisco. I like San Francisco. Hold on, whoever's mute, whoever's muted on the community side, can you please mute, please? Yeah, so, somebody's unmuted. Somebody's uh, unmuted on the community side. We'll get Let's, to you in about twenty minutes. I like I like San Fran, but here's the thing that scares me: the first mistake that Trey Lance makes, how quickly is Kyle Shanahan gonna pull Lance and put Garoppolo back in, who they resigned, by the way, on Monday? Basically six million dollars, and basically had him a nineteen point five million dollar pay cut from his twenty five point five, twenty five point six. He's basically making six point one. He has incentives where he could possibly get over, he could get unlock almost three to four million. But I frankly, but, I frankly, I think that's a great move on San Francisco's part. I know people don't agree sometimes, but I think that's. A great I, I mean, move. I like it too. I, but here's I, my I, concern: the first time Trey Lance. Doesn't make a proper read, makes you know, throws throws an interception, fumbles the ball. How quickly does Kyle Shanahan make the move back to Garoppolo? I like San Fran in this that, game. If if he does that, Luther, he's going to create a huge problem. 
But I, it's already I, I a huge hope, problem. He only, he was he, only. I hope he. I hope he's not too quick on the trigger to do that. Because I hope not either. A, but here's the thing. Yeah. He only. What was it in preseason? He only completed like fifty four percent of his passes. Just over half of his passes he completed. And I'm like, oh, that scares me because they were going to turn the key, the kingdom of the castle to Trey Lance, but they re-signed Garoppolo, and I'm like, okay. When well, here's he, my question. Here's my he, question about that, though. Did they sign Garoppolo again because they think that Lance needs more mentoring, or was it something else? Now, here's what I heard. From what I heard, that Kyle Shanahan even said this, that Trey Lance isn't ready. Yeah. If he wasn't ready from the word go from the offseason, isn't that an indictment on the team itself? Maybe. Or is it more an indictment on the QB? Well, uh, uh, the, the last, what uh, Lance hasn't played in such a long time. He's only played, play, only played one game in two years. I know. And so it's, it's really difficult to make an assessment, frankly. Exactly. Yeah. I, w- I would not be shocked if Garoppolo starts in game two or three. It would I, look, and by I, the way, Garoppolo knows what that feels like, what Lance yeah. has, has experienced. Yeah. Look, how many, yeah, how many years was he in the background on, under Brady? I think it was three. Yeah, but, but, but I think but it was three. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's, let's keep moving. because I, I want to give uh, Pittsburgh at uh, Cincinnati. I, uh, this game kind of troubles me. This Cincinnati. one right here. I think Cincinnati too. But I, 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 I like the Steelers, but I don't the only the only thing I don't that concerns me with them is if Trubisky starts. That's the thing with me with the Steelers. They got they've got pieces, but with Trubisky, if he's if he trots out there as a starter and he makes a mistake, Pickett's going in there. I, he, I, he, I he, he, Trubisky is a placeholder. This yep. is oh yeah, team. definitely. It's, 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 it's gonna. I, I I got the Bengals. Now, if if Pickett were in there, then I'd probably go a different story. But due to the fact that I have I have a about a Spidey sense 50-50 proposition, I would go with the Bengals only because Trubisky's in there, and I don't think Trubisky's gonna be able to do well. Cincinnati's at home too. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Are, are they for real? Who Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Or, or, Oh, you know what? See, it's kind of like what the Rams are dealing with right now. But the difference is the Rams got to the top of the mountain. The Bengals were close to the top of the mountain. Could there be a chance that neither team makes the playoffs this year? No. I'm I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I'm just saying, is there a possibility? Because if the two teams that made the Super Bowl the year before, one of them or both of them normally don't make the playoffs. Well, I was if, thinking, if, like, if I, there's – out, out of one of the two, between the Rams and the Bengals, since Reverend brought it up, out of those two, who do you think misses between the Rams and Bengals? If Bengals. we had to sit here Bengals. right now. Bengals. I'd, say the, Bengals. I'd say the Bengals because of the Rams, the Rams roster. And then did, is, uh, is, is uh, Chase, is he, is he healthy? What? I think he, uh, I I think he is because I didn't hear anything on him on an injury report. But I, from what I'm hearing about Jamar Chase, they're going to move him all over the field with, instead of him in you know, yeah. one spot. They're going to have him work out of the slot. They're going to they're going to basically move him all over the place, kind of like a chess piece on a chessboard. So defenses try to take him away, but he's you know they have him moving yeah. in other directions and stuff. 
I thought I heard he was nicked up a little bit, though. Well, he was in the preseason, but I think he should be good to go for this Sunday. I haven't heard anything one way or the other. I haven't either, but I I know in the preseason he was nicked up a little bit. Philadelphia at Detroit. I I assume most of us should pick Philadelphia on that one. Philadelphia. Let me tell you. Look, let me tell you. This Eagles team has a chance to do something, but it's kind of like they're in the same boat as the Titans. If they don't win this first one, it's going to be a long uphill battle. I got the Eagles, yep. but they better win this first game. You cannot. But they're playing Detroit. They're well, playing Detroit. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, that, yeah. Uh, Indianapolis, with, Indianapolis at Houston. Indianapolis. Oh, God. Indy. I, Indy. I, I, I'm thinking Indy, but but like I mentioned to you guys earlier, watch out, watch out for Houston. Yeah, they made a couple of roster moves that I didn't like, but but watch out. They 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 could. They well, Marlon, Ma- well, Marlon Mack hurt him. Marlon Mack is hurt, so I think he's done for the year. Yeah, yeah, they re- they released they released him. Well, yeah, he but, got hurt. I mean, why why are they gonna why are they gonna keep a roster space for an injured dude? Yeah, yeah. I mean, answer me that question. And now we have one of the more interesting games from from my end: the Patriots and the Dolphins. Oh, dolphins, Jesus. dolphins, dolphins, yeah, dolphins. I think I think so too. Actually, I like the Dolphins, but don't be shocked if this is a more not if this is more of a defensive game than we all than we all think it's going to be, because New England's offense is going to take a minute for them to catch up. But with having Patricia, Judge, and Belichick in that defensive line scheme, they may be able to get you know that offense for the Dolphins more frustrated. So I, I, I could see that game being like a 7-3, 10-7 final. Not 14, a lot of points scored. Bob, yeah, go ahead. Bob, you're, not, you're not picking with your heart, are you? Oh, I never pick with my heart. <laughs> hey, Bob, but, 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 would, but would you, but Bob, would you agree with me that this game could be, would you, would you agree with me that this game could be more of a defensive struggle than what the experts are thinking. Because I think this game could be a defensive struggle because I don't think the offense is going to be able to really do much. I agree with that, Luther. If New England's defense actually comes to play, which I think they will. It's all about the D. Yup, got to be. It's got to be for a little bit until that offense figures it out. And look, Mac Jones is not the problem. It's the pieces around him. That's the only only thing I see that's a problem. Well, Matt Jones seems to have have, uh, digressed from what I've heard over the past years. Well, we'll see. Um, look, 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 you're right. Look at, look at the look at the people that look at the look at the people that are calling the freaking plays for it. Well, that's a different conversation, but you're <laughs> right. Let's move on to the one of the worst football teams in football: Baltimore at the Jets. Baltimore, uh, the, ha- the, the hapless Jets, the, the hapless, pathetic, yes. putrid, disgusting. But may Zach, I continue? Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson may play. No, he he's, out, he's out for the first month. He's out for oh, the first right. four he, he's to six out weeks. For a while. He's right. out for the first well, four to no. six weeks. I, I just I just saw Salah says he may play. Uh he's uh if he does, Ravens are still gonna murder him. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't tr- look who will take Zach Wilson's place. Joe I'm Flacco. Oh no, no, it's not Joe Flacco. It's the guy. Remember there was one there was a quarterback last year. No, I, th- I like think four, I four. think I think Mike White got released, I think. Oh, did he get released? I, yeah, I, th- I think they I think they re-signed Flacco well, just for just for um that, that's a different conversation. Yeah, but that's that's typical Jets. That's typical Jets. <laughs> that's typical Jets, though. And now the Jacksonville Jaguar against the Washington Commanders. Commanders. Yep, I'll take the Commanders. 
really I, I'll have to go worst name in football. You know what? I'd have to go with have to go oh. with the com- the commanders, even Commander. though they're in my division. You know what? <laughs> allow allow me to puke for five seconds. This game <laughs> is probably like the worst game on the board. Even though I don't like either quarterback, I think Trevor Lawrence, now that he has Doug Peterson instead of that awful, god awful, putrid disgrace. Urban Meyer is a head coach. Another subject for another day. Kind of like John Gruden and another subject for another day as well. But I will go with the Commanders because the only reason I think the Commanders win is Ron Rivera is going to have the defensive play calls and the right defensive mindset to stop whatever Jacksonville wants to do. And again, another game that could be a defensive struggle. I could see that. uh, Let's move on to Kansas City and Arizona. Um, oh, good Kansas City. I like the Chiefs. But I think boy, I like that's going to that, that's yeah. gonna be that. Let, let me tell you, Mahomes v. Murray. That's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and in then, the late afternoon it, it, window. Oh boy. There are lots of games uh, late afternoon. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Like that's 25. A, that's, isn't it? that's again a question of which which uh, 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 Murray's going to show up. Yeah. yeah. Which QB and if Cliff Kingsbury can actually find a way to beat an elite team because he's kind of struggled against elite teams. Well, in his defense, they got hurt toward the end of the year and, you know, all that. Well, yeah, but at some some point, you you, got to find a way to coach your way out of a paper bag. No, I understand. You're right. I mean, he he, kind of did the same crap at Texas Tech, and that's what got him fired. Vegas Raiders and the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. This game right here, right off the bat – it is and game. in the division, that counts yeah. as two. Raiders. I'm picking the Chargers. I want to see the Raiders. I don't know. I want they they made so many moves that they've they've upgraded that roster. I really want to see what the Raiders have. And the thing the, the thing with the Chargers. Raiders though is how is Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr going to get along play caller to QB? The same thing we talked about with the Bills, with Ken Dorsey being the OC, taking over Ryan Dayball, who's now with the Giants. How quickly will Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels, who's going to be the OC and the head coach, get in concert with each other? I really don't like either team, but if I had to choose, I would go Raiders over Chargers because until Brandon Staley can get his head out of his butt and stop trying to go on fourth down every time, Hopefully he's learned that lesson from last year, but I I don't see it until I see it. I'm not going to believe in the Chargers yet. Well, the game is at Los Angeles, but that's not a home. I field. don't care. Home, home field Look, the Ra- the Raider the Raiders are going to infiltrate that joint like Fort Knox. They always do. The Ra- the, I don't, do, the, yeah. the opposing team's home fans are going to invade that stadium like nobody's business. Green Bay at the Vikings. I assume we're we're going to pick Green Bay on that Ooh. one. Although, yep. Who knows? Green Bay. Uh, I know. I, I'm assuming we're going to pick. I'm sorry, Mike. Do you want to say something? I'd have to go with Green Bay. Okay. Giants at Titans. Hold on. I got to go. I hold on. We we haven't heard from Don in a minute either. I got to go Green Bay as well. Sorry. I mean, I I don't, I don't, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I mean, yeah, they got an offensive minded head coach, but I don't, I don't, you know, see it. And plus, they just got, they just got Jalen Rieger off the uh, Eagles on two, and a trade. I think on uh, Thursday of this week. Of last week, actually. Okay, okay. Uh, Don, do you have anything to say? Otherwise, we're going to have to rush right through. We're almost at participation time, and Done. there are a couple more items we want to bring up. Yeah, quickly. Don? Okay, 
Did we get all the football in? No, we, we, uh, yeah. no we're, we only I think we got two more quickly. Uh, two more, Peter, on your other one, I'm picking Titans. Okay. Uh, I, got yeah. ten, I got Giants, Tennessee. Giants and Titans, yeah, Tennessee. Oh, now, but here's the game. I'm, I'm curious about Mike's reaction, especially. <laughs> Tampa Bay at Dallas. <laughs> defense. defense. I'm going to count on my defense. If my I'm defense with you, Mike. Can, Here, okay. My defense can, can hold up. Uh, here's what we, scares we, me we, with your. Here's what scares game. me with your defense. Oh, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, uh, uh, Luther. Mike, can you finish? Please? I'm just gonna say if we, if if my defense can hold up, we've got a good chance. We're missing out in terms of receivers, but but I've got Pollard and, and Zeke coming out of the backfield. Uh, I've got three tight ends that I'm going to use to complement CD. So we might have enough, just enough offensive firepower. Uh, but but it's all about the defense. All what are you what are, what are you gonna a you got two questions here. What are you gonna get out of that line now that that Smith is gone? You're gonna have to kick that rookie Smith over probably to the left tackle slot. Well, wait, no, they signed they signed Peters over the weekend, I think. But so he's that, on practice squad. So hopefully they get him up pretty soon, quickly. Yeah. And that you gotta stop with the silly penalties. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem with Dallas. That's that the is, biggest that, question that, for me with the Cowboys. Dallas, yeah, they, that's the problem. I, I like the Bucks, but you know what? I don't. I don't like the Bucks the way they're where they're constructed now because they're they're down like four fifths of their offensive line, two starters and two backups. Peter, and I, I I'm leaning toward uh, Dallas as well. Actually, I, I think I don't trust Tampa Bay's offensive line and Brady. I, and, and Brady at some point has to. You know, Brady has not had the best uh, uh, preseason, you know, he's been gone and he's having pers- some kind of personal crisis of some kind. I, I, I don't know. I think Dallas. Basically, he basically said it was a, fa- it was a family thing where him and him and we really have to rush here. Yeah, we, we, yeah, really we have to rush. rush through. We got to rush. Okay. Peter. Go ahead. I'm done. I, I, I think that's, that's all the football. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got two minutes. Denver. We got a Denver game on, uh, that, Monday that's, night. A, that's on Mondays. We can talk about yeah, that. That's Monday. Denver. Seattle. Oh, You're absolutely right, yeah. Peter. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm going to only take a minute to discuss the Utah jazz trading Mitchell. People are all over Danny Ainge because he loves to collect prospects. Well, he did not collect just prospects. He acquired Colin Sexton and he acquired Markinen from the Cleveland Cavaliers along with draft picks. So I don't think Ainge is tanking this team. I don't think so, like some people think that he is. Well, they're not going. They're, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. You know, they just aren't. They're, they, they've they've lost their two best players. Well, I what, think everybody would agree with that, but I don't right. think Ainge is as bad as some people think. Well, I, I think the the test is going to be what he, what Ainge does with all those draft picks. And remember, Cleveland is a pretty good team. Yeah, so they're coming. They're up and coming. So they're not going to. They're not going to be high level draft picks. Probably they're going to be. You know. Sort of lower, lower end, you know, like probably lower first, lower, probably lower first, upper mid second. Well, what, what, no, what, what I'm saying is, you know, that he that might drive 15 out of 30 teams. Or That's whatever. what I mean, like yeah. mid, like and, mid and, first, and mid, like, mid first, yeah. So, you know, he's you know, it, it, the trick trick is how Ainge is going to be able to draft. I think, uh, you the, know, the Celtics Celtics had better draft picks. You know, he they, Ainge could pick better people. So I don't yeah, know how it's going to work. They, given the division that they're in. I, I they're going to have a tough time. That's a rebuilding. Yeah. Well, here, here, here's what, here's what I'm all, here's what I also saw. What over the weekend? I'm hearing like the Lakers are like in the market for like Michael Conley. I think I saw today there was like two other players that they're kind of interested in as well. Clarkson is one of them. I think it's like Clark, Conley and Clarkson. I think. 
the Lakers are kind of eyeballing right uh, now. And uh, the Celtics are trying to get Carmelo Anthony, which is in very interesting. What? Okay. I, I saw, I think it was like the Celtics and one other team in the Carmelo sweepstakes. But well, why? I think what triggered, what triggered that, I think, was the injury Shooting. to Gallinari. Shooting. I think that's exactly right. Shooting. Car- Carmelo, Carmelo Shooting. Is, is one of these special, specially players, right, who could do certain things really, really well. And so you put him in at you know, strategic moments, you know, that, and, and I think that's what the Celtics are hoping that if they get yep. him, yep. he'll come yep. in and, and at big, big moments and hit some shots and win some games for yep. them. That's sort of the way I yep. look at it. Yep. Well, right, it's, so, it's, yep. it's, it's community time, but I, I know Don wanted to get. Into so that's what I want to ask. Do we want to go straight to community time or do we want Don? Let, to... let, let's get, let's, let's let Don get Don. his in. And then we'll yeah, let, let's let Don. Let's yeah, be as quick as I can. I'm going to talk about two of our alumni. Uh, former guests on this program, uh, Saturday night, Steve Lennox. And, you know, Steve Lennox is an interesting case. I discovered him in uh, either 2000 or 2001 because I'd just gotten this brand new toy, a computer. And at the end of the baseball season, because our teams were always terrible, the teams I played for, or broadcast for, I mean. And, well, I might as well have played for them. I was going to say, you might have played better than some of those guys. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) what I would do for fun would be to listen on the internet to any Yankee teams that were in the playoffs. And one of them was the Staten Island Yankees, and that's where I discovered Steve Lennox. And I emailed him, and uh, off and on, very off and on, I've been in contact with the man, and I've recently found him on ESPN. That's how we got him onto this program. And this past Saturday was his first ESPN Major League Baseball broadcast. He and Doug Glanville were out at Dodger Stadium as the Dodgers just pounded the the San Diego Padres 12 to one in that ball game and Lennox did a terrific job. Now the other alumni, um, I couldn't hear the broadcast, unfortunately, because it was at midnight, but Randy Lee was broadcasting for Western Kentucky. Another former guest. They yeah. just, they just slaughtered Hawaii. The same thing a, Vanderbilt did the week before that. Or Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii's got a lot of work to do with Timmy Chang at QB as the as the uh, head coach over there. But they are, yeah, they are, yeah. they are, pathetic. they are horrible. And they like, lost forty nine to seventeen. And Randy Lee was out there in in Hawaii. Yeah. I, really, I did try to stay upright for the midnight start, and I, I would have been able to get the computer on and record it and set it and forget it. But I just just couldn't manage it. So well, I, mean, you, I, mean, I, I caught rough. it. I caught it on the varsity app, and then I ha- and then we have a local affiliate here that carries Western Kentucky. So I kind I caught a little bit of that. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get a couple of other play-, play guys on at some point if we if I can, you know, stay in touch with them and work it out from there. Yeah, next yeah. week, Randy and them are going to play Indiana. Wait, uh, wait, the Hoosiers. That's what I heard. Uh, not next week, the seventeenth. Okay, so play that. Well, so, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I got a chance to hear one of our guests uh, a couple of weeks ago. Cap. Uh, uh, oh yeah, my cap. Round Rock. I was I was in Austin, so I, I listened to most of the uh, two nights of his broadcast. He did a really good job all by himself. <laughs> he he's he's Solid. one of those. I've sat in the booth with him a couple of times. Let me tell you, he. He's pretty good. 
is. He is. He, he, on 1300 The Zone, which is the Express flagship, and it is 434, which means... Let's let's get some community candidates. time. And uh, for those who are listening, if you want to talk about anything uh, we've talked about or not, if you want to talk about something else, you can do that as well. Uh, who, who is our who is our? I think it's Natalie. 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 Yes. Yeah, thank you, Natalie. Other hands hands for us. Yes. Um, let's do it. We have one so far, and it is okay. area code six two six, ending in three eight eight. Was that Mr. Pomerantz? Maybe. It's it's Pomerantz here hey. in. Uh, Hi, Mitchell. A suburb of uh, Los Angeles, and a couple of football comments. First of all, uh, uh, Lincoln Riley has already made a difference at USC. My Trojans will be uh, will be in the national championship picture next year. Uh, and and uh, my well, I mean, I consider who they were playing, but uh, they didn't they didn't they didn't make the stupid penalty mistakes that they made for the last several years. But Michael, my my brother, I'll be consoling you uh, after Sunday because uh, I don't think Dallas will be lucky to go nine and eight this year. Oh, I think that's I uh, think that's true. I think that's what Tampa Bay might go. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I think Tampa could win the NFC South with a ten and yeah, seven or yeah. eleven and six. But I, I had I, I, I had could, my uh, go, go I was going to say I had my fantasy uh, football draft on Thursday, and I was lucky to stay away from any Dallas players because uh, Zeke Elliott killed me last year. But but I want to talk about the Rams and Buffalo. I am not a crazy Rams fan. I I root for uh, whoever my starting fantasy quarterback uh, plays for, and that's Russell Wilson this year with, with Denver. But the well, thing, you're the in thing luck that, that they won't play till Monday. Oh, no. That's right. Yeah. The thing, the thing to keep in mind about the Rams and Buffalo, though, uh, and I don't think I heard you mention it. Uh, defense. Uh, Buffalo's got the top-ranked defense, uh, at least according to the ESPN rankings, and the Rams are eighth. Uh, and I think the team that does the best job defending the other team is is who's going to win. Yeah. And and to your to your comment, Michael, about uh, stopping Cooper Cup, I think you're right, uh, which is why the Rams have Allen Robinson. And uh, Allen Robinson is uh, my third receiver on my fantasy team this year. And within a month, um, Odell will probably be back in a Rams uniform. If that if and, that's the case, look out. Because that, yeah. the, that threesome is going to probably wreck the whole NFC. Because I don't think if Odell is back coming off that injury and you got Robinson and Cup. And if they can get the tight ends involved, yeah, there's not going to be exactly. anybody that's going to stop them. And, and a quick comment question. about uh, and a quick comment about Garoppolo. Uh, you know, Shanahan has no patience. Um, he's kind of like me. And, and I, and, <laughs> he's like his dad, and, Mike. <laughs> yeah, and I and I think and I think based on you know the normally coaches spout pablum they don't say anything that's going to upset the apple cart the fact that that shanahan came out and made the comments he made about lance tells me that if the niners uh get off to a bad start um you know obviously they're going to beat the bears the bears will be lucky to win two games this year (laughs) but if they get off to a they get off to a bad start um, Garoppolo will be their starting QB because they've got the roster 
there are folks saying their roster is better than the Rams. I don't know that I agree with I that. I don't agree with that at all. I'm no. sorry. But, I mean, well, they're, they're, but, yeah. 49ers are a better defense than the Rams, but nothing else. Yeah. Right? Well, Very well, likely. But but yeah. Garoppolo will be the starter within within a month if uh, if yeah. if, uh, look, like, if like Lance said, messes up. I think he might be the starter sooner. He, look, I can, uh, the, first, the first mistake that Lance makes, I would not be shocked if it's a fumble, interception, bad read, bad exchange of a handoff, just any small little detail that transmit that Lance messes up, Garoppolo's in. I don't yeah. see, you know, how Shanahan, if you're if you're correct with you know him not having any patience like his dad Mike Shanahan <laughs> was when he was with Denver with John Elway and Terrell Davis and others. How quickly will his son Kyle pull the trigger and be trigger happy like you mentioned, Mike, earlier? But I'm thinking, like, it won't be long because the first mistake he makes, he's out. And, and sure. my is, other is, is Debo is Debo is Debo Samuel's help. Yes, he he got, he signed yeah. his. Uh, I think he got extended. I think it's the same amount. I think he got a five million dollar bump. I think so. I think he's going to get paid around thirty. Go ahead, and, and a quick final comment, if I may. Um, all of all of you who are picking the Packers over Minnesota, I think Green Bay is going to be the biggest disappointment. And I think a lot of people are seeing the Vikings as a sleeper. Uh, you're right about Cousins being inconsistent, but that that's game the, is in Minnesota. That's the biggest issue, the biggest issue for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that, the Vikings are going to win that game. I think the Vikings could possibly win the game, but in the long term, I think Green Bay is going to win that division. Because right now, I do not see Detroit doing anything. I don't see Chicago Chicago doing anything. Minnesota, maybe. Minnesota, I could see them going 10-7 and and getting a wild card. But I still think Green Bay wins the division just because I think their QB is better than Cousins. Because I don't see how, you know, Kirk Cousins and Mike Daniel and the quarterback that the Vikings have and the coach that they have how like well, we talked about with like we talked about with Josh Allen and Ken Dorsey, how quick are they going to get in sync with each other? There's there's a lot well, of thanks a for lot your of time. Thanks, thanks for your you time, gentlemen. And and Michael, when Dallas loses, I'll call you. <laughs> oh God, I'd like to be a fly on the wall. Okay, hey, hey, hey. I'll, go. I'll be on. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota guys. Part of it uh, is who is it? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Part of it, yes. Part of it, it has to do with whether uh, – I just believe a team that has a complementary complementary running game takes a lot of pressure off of it. Well, NFL. yeah, it does. But for that, they have a backup rookie running back, and I think from what I've heard, they could be thinking about trading Alexander Madison. Mitch, before you go, I wanted to make a comment about the Pac-12 in college football. I'm sure you noticed that uh, – Oregon got slaughtered by Georgia at, at an SEC school. And much, much to my real surprise, uh, uh, Florida beat uh, uh, who's Utah. Another, Utah. I mean, I, I don't know what to say about Pac-12 football, but it doesn't bode well for their future this year anyway. I mean, you know, I know the SEC, you know, is the SEC, but I, I was hoping that the Pac-12 would, would show something, but they didn't. Uh, not yet anyway. So, I don't, Mitch, if you're still there, that, that's my yeah. Comment. Pac Pac 12 Pac 12 football has gone into the uh, you know where, which is why USC and and, and are, uh, is leaving the uh, 
the Pac-12 and UCLA is trying to, but the uh, the chancellors have uh, are trying to stop that, and I think there's some chance UCLA will not be going. Um, and, and my guess is that if it isn't uh, UCLA, it might well be Stanford. But Pac-12 Stanford? has not been. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, they're a okay. private university, and oh, uh, okay. they don't have uh, they don't have uh, all these uh, overseers telling them what to do. But yeah, the Pac-12 is in trouble. Steve, it's been Steve. in trouble for several years. Okay, we do have not, to move not, along. Not not basketball though. The SEC uh, Pac-12 still does well in basketball. Well, had, Thank you, Mitch. Did you speaking of? Yep. Did you guys hear about the eleven to nothing unanimous vote to finally? get the college football playoff extended to 12 well, before yeah. be, be, before we go there uh natalie are there any hand, uh, other hands raised? any other hands um jane Tolino did have her hand raised but she just left so right now oh, you okay. have no hands okay and i do don i need to i want to get to your talk because you said you had something to talk about we only have 12 minutes left by the way guys yeah yeah go ahead go, go ahead don don okay. i'm going to give you a shot now go all right um i wanted to talk a little bit about baseball because we are at Labor Day so we're coming into the home stretch and down the stretch they come. You've got uh, let me see if I can find it. Yes, the Yankees won their game earlier today. We're recording on Monday, Labor Day. Five games ahead of five five and a half for now. Could be lower worse than five. They beat the Twins. The Orioles were losing to the Blue Jays, and they've got a doubleheader. So oh there's boy. a game and a half uh, swing possible for the Blue Jays, depending what happens there. Well, the Blue uh, Jays won. Now, Blue, Jay, Blue Jays beat the Orioles they, in the first game. Okay. Right. Uh, one more what, game se- to go. Second, second game is tonight sometime. Yeah, I think it's like seven. I think it's like 6 7. So yeah. right after we get off the air with this show, and about an hour after that, as we, as we took to the air, the Twins and the Guardians were tied for first with the White Sox a couple of games behind. In the National, the Mets are one ahead of the Bravos, and the Mets got rained out in Pittsburgh. They were going to have a game today, so that's off. They're going to play tomorrow, then they'll play a split doubleheader. That's on Wednesday. Other National, national League uh, Cardinals, I don't, mm-hmm. Cardinals, Cardinals are awesome. I mean, they're, they're not as good as the Mets and Braves and Dodgers, but they are. Milwaukee's out right good. now. They're out. Of Milwaukee, Milwaukee is four out. I think they're playing in Denver, and I la- when I last checked, they were trailing. What I'm looking at is that the wild card in the American. You're looking at the Mariners, the Rays, and the Blue Jays as of the time we took the air, and in the National, the. Three wild cards are the Braves, the Padres, and incredibly enough, the Phillies. And I'm, you know, the I'm more shocked that the Padres are in it over the Phillies. That's what I'm shocked more about. Yeah, they just got absolutely humiliated in a three-game series. Pod, the, the Padres have a mess. Well, right, right with, they with, are. With, with, with respect, Don, they did beat the Dodgers once out of three. The other games they lost, they got humiliated. It's absolutely true. Yeah, they got but the they, dog snot kicked out but, of them. But they, they did win the Friday night game. So you got to give the uh, yeah, they, but they credit. but but if you if you're trying if you're trying to win a wild card, you got to get two out of three. Well, and nobody's going to be nobody's yeah. going to beat the Dodgers. Besides I mean, the no, Red Sox, it's not going to happen. And the no, Dodgers that are, ain't happening. 
the Red Sox are done. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Red Sox are toast. Much, 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 much to my disappointment. Hey, but Mike, as, as I said Rev, to, question as I said for to, you. Hold on for one quick second. As I said to you, Bob, they alternate. The Red Sox are bad one year, good the next year. So let's Yeah, go. they do. So uh, go but ahead. I'm sorry. I do, but your Astros, like, they're, they're sitting right now in the one slot right now, I think. Yes. For the first round by, and I think the Yankees are not that far behind them, either second or third. They're second. The, so second. right now the Yankees the Guardians get, are no way ahead of the Yankees. No, it's the, the no. Yankees are second. So right now the Yankees are second. Guardians would have to play first round, and I don't think the Guardians are playing today. I don't think so. The Guardians right now by virtue of the Twins losing have a half game. Lead. And if the season were to end today, the Guardians would play the Blue Jays. Tampa Bay would play. We'll play yeah. seat. now. Oh, now I, I wonder. Well, the Twins did something I really don't think a playoff team should do. Saturday, they were getting no hit in the fifth inning by Dylan Cease of the White Sox. Good pitcher. The game was 7 nothing, and yes, it was a no-hitter in the fifth. But the manager of the Twins, who I like, I know personally. Rocco Baldelli. Rocco Baldelli, yes. I remember him when he played for the Charleston River Dogs when I was broadcasting Played there. for Tampa, played weren't, for Tampa weren't they, Bay. Weren't they, weren't they a Devil Rays affiliate at the time? Yeah, yes, they were. Absolutely. Uh, Don, he so. also, Don, he also played for the Red Sox. Yeah, he yes, did. did. Right. I forgot but about Rocco, that. Managing the Twins, Rocco took out two of his best hitters. Now, in the name of integrity, with the guy pitching a no-hitter, he should leave in his best hitters. But that's did he not what Rocco did. He did. Ex- did he explain why he took out the hitters? Not, not to my knowledge. I don't know if he did or not. I don't. Right. I don't think I heard anything on that. My guess. Of- my guess. Analytics. No, uh, I don't think. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue, and I keep saying this, the managers are paid to win games. And I think he, he felt, and I, I, I have not heard him talk about this at all, but I, I'm guessing he decided I'm, I, we're being killed seven to nothing. It's a long season. I'm going to take out some of my better players and, and live to, live to uh, find another day. I, I think that's, it's, it's, it's no more, no more complicated than that. 22, seven nothing is not a kill. No. Seven, all it would have really. taken is one wrong pitch for Dylan Cease to hurt himself, and then he's out of the game. And then those good hitters that the Twins have are also out of the game for no reason. You're, you're right, Don. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you yeah. that, that I, this, this is what out, I think. Dylan Cease did go into the ninth with the no-hitter. He got one within two strikes. Yeah. He almost yeah. had it. And then uh, Luis Arise got the base hit, the only base hit that the Twins got. And they put in a pitcher. And this is another problem. It was only a 7 nothing game. And then they put in Nick Gordon, a uh, position player. Oh, not play. again. Not again. Oh, my God. He gave up six runs, including a grand slam. Really? In the, in the eighth inning. And there was totally no need for that in a 7 nothing ball game. Exactly. You know, it's 17 to nothing. Then you put in a position player. Yeah, like like the sounds at AAA when they were getting smoked like 9 or 10 to something. Then they put a position player because they're like didn't want to burn out the other pitchers. I you can't understand 14, it at the minor league level. You have fourteen pitchers on a roster. There's no need to put in a position player, folks. I mean, I agree, it, it, I agree. I agree with you, but it seems like it's happening all over baseball. 
Too at much. the major and minor league level. It is. It's happening more, you know, every season. The last, yeah. And I'm like, the last four oh. or five years. But, but well, again, well, the, the managers are paid to win games. If they think that's the way they can win more games, that's what they're going to do. Now, maybe where? they're wrong. Maybe they're wrong. But, I mean, you know, we, I, I think sometimes we, 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 we put, put our, you know, our uh, integrity hats on. And I think we need to remember they're, they're not doing this to be deliberately obnoxious. They're doing this because they, they think that it's going to help them in the long run. Well, I've heard in a lot of cases in, this, in games like 7 nothing. I've seen managers want to rest their starters more. I've seen it all over baseball. Yeah, I've seen it as well. But I wonder, are we going to get away from the openers stuff? I hope. I, I mean, because I'm like, if, if you're starting a bullpen guy and your starter has a high ERA in the first inning and you put him in in the second where he's better, why don't you let him figure it out in the first inning? And what does it mean when you put in an opener? And I've seen this in baseball. It makes no sense to me. Maybe it makes sense to one of you gentlemen. You put the opener in for one inning, and then the next pitcher is going to pitch maybe five innings. What's that point? Why don't you start that guy? Well, from, from what I've heard on a couple of times from some broadcasts that I've heard, it's like, oh, the starter that was supposed to start today, he has like a 70 RA in the first, but from the second inning on, what? he's better. So I'm I don't guessing go, I don't go I, by I don't that. I don't buy that either, but I'm thinking it's like if you're gonna start him, let him figure it out in the first inning. Let him figure it out. That's what he's supposed to do. Figure it no. out. You don't baby him. Exactly. Well, but it's like, I, I, like not having a 13th floor in a hotel. You still really do have the 13, even though they call it. Of 14. course, <laughs> numbers don't skip from 12 to 14. No, no, I, I, I live on the 13th floor, by the way, in my in my apartment. You do. <laughs> Just letting you know. Yeah. I didn't know you were that high. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a really? He, yes. He's 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 almost he's almost at he's almost at the top floor of slam dunk at, heaven if it were basketball. Well, well, actually, uh, it's it's the large, it's the tallest building in, in Columbia, fifteen floors. Really? Yes. Anyway, so I want to make a quick comment about college football, and my main observation is special teams and punting seems to be a problem, at least in some some of those games, including last night's game. I'm glad you, know. you mentioned that, PD. I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that because Florida State, LSU, yep, LSU allowed two rushers free. On yep. the inside with their gunners on a block field goal that would have cut the game to one, and then on the extra point that would have tied the game. Yep. Literally no resistance from their gunners and the snapper and the holder. So uh Brian Kelly, you got some special teams work to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's not the only example. There was like uh oh no, was, I think was it North Carolina and Appalachian State. I think so, one? yeah. I think it was where where uh, you know the kicker, uh, the Appalachian State kicker, cost them the game. Yeah, and, so, and I, I think I think East Carolina had the same thing. I think so. I th- yeah, it was the ECU NC State game yeah, where the uh, yeah. where the ECU kicker missed the extra point, and then they had no timeouts. Clock was running, and they had to mad dash to get and, a chance at a field goal. And he missed that too. And he missed, he missed that too. Yeah. So you know the, the moral of the story we we forget about special teams. Remember special the teams matters. Yeah. Anyway, we, my, we have three it. minutes to go, and I want to find out from Natalie if there are any more people with hands raised. Um, there are not. Okay. okay. Thank you, Natalie. Go ahead, Peter. So, so uh, my basic observations about college football: uh, A, I talked about the Pac-12 being miserable uh, against the SEC. 
Very. Uh, head, heads up for about my Missouri Tigers, who, who won a game, which won't be that often this year. So whenever we win, it's always it's always a well. I, I, I want it was I, I the wanted, Louisiana Tech, but Louisiana <laughs> Tech made a bowl last year. So yeah, I know they're, they're not terrible. I agree. I know they're not terrible, but that that's, that's a team that the that Missouri should beat. We should, but you know we've been known to lose these games. So you know, yes, I, I, I know we, we, we celebrate when we can. Uh, we play Same thing Kansas with Vanderbilt. State. We play Vanderbilt's two and we play Kansas State next week at Kansas State, and I fully expect to lose that game. But yeah, you never, you, you never know. Um, so, uh, I, but I do want to tell a funny story about the Missouri game. So there is a parking spot with a sign that's <laughs> that says "for coach only," and so you know the coach was only allowed to park in that spot. But during the game, the pregame hype, they took that sign away so somebody could park in that spot. They wanted as many parking spots available so people could tailgate in that as many rich people as possible could tailgate, could tailgate in that spot. So this is the way Missouri football and all football works. You know, um, they, they want to make as much money as possible. So anyway, so my first observation has to do with the special teams problems of some teams. And that's my second. My first has to do with the uh, Pac-12 misery. Um, and, you know, it, it's quite obvious that the SEC really appear. It looks like some of the Alabama, Georgia. You know, well, we'll think, see what we'll see what the SEC is made of this week as Alabama goes to Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium yeah. and plays Tejas at eleven o'clock. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they're going to whip us. I think so too. Hey, yeah. Pete, I, 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 I was going to I was going to ask you though, real quick though. We're out of time. Right, I know we're out of time, but question though before we scram, yeah. when are they bringing back the uh, Missouri Kansas football game? I wish they'd do it now. Um, and apparently, it's if Kansas wants it. Missouri doesn't. Don't ask. I, I, that's too long a conversation. Can we can we, can we bring this up for next week? Because it's like we'll talk about that week? next week. Yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I got to wrap it up. Thank you, you gentlemen. Another great show. And I want to especially thank Natalie for taking the time out today to thank you. Uh, host and, and and support us today with the with the participation and the participants. Thank you. Thank you, Mitchell and. Thank you, everybody else. Go safe with God's blessings. We'll be back next week for another edition of Sports Roundtable. Enjoy the day. Take care, everybody.